face washed chick teeth brushed chick teeth flossed chick we should be good to go good to go good to go ah <sighs> probably should put on a little bit of deodorant and I don't know if I got enough moisturizer on something. I have to do that before I go to bed. Because I sweat a little bit in my sleep. I really, really, not too much. It's just that I, I have this big old blanket on over me. And I can never get my body temperature right. Because <laughs> before I go to bed, I'm freezing cold. And then in the middle of the night when I wake up, I'm like hot, super hot. I feel like. Menopausal. I don't know anything about menopause, but that's what I hear it sounds to be like. Anyway, uh, I really wish, I really wish there's this scene in this movie coming to America. And uh, in the beginning, it's interesting because this scene, I don't think is in the TV version when it used to come on USA TV this new generation knows nothing about what I'm talking about so because now yeah nobody watches movies on TV as far as I know you watch movies yeah on Netflix or whatever streaming platform you got Hulu Tubi all the different apps but yeah there's a scene where Eddie or Hakeem. Hakeem has these servants brushing his teeth. And I was just thinking today, or just now when I was brushing my teeth, I was like, I really don't want to do this myself anymore. <laughs> I was like, I wish I had some servants to do this stuff. The and I was just also thinking, you know, random thoughts as Aaron is getting preparing for bed. It's like, uh, how many hours of our life do we spend cleaning ourselves and grooming ourselves? A lot of time is spent grooming and cleaning. And and I'm a guy and I spend a lot of time doing this stuff. You add up all the hours, yeah, brushing your teeth uh, and just making sure your breath ain't funky uh, and gargling. Getting, and I have a whole skincare routine, you know, that consists of facial wash and you know uh you know conditioner in my hair to shower and all that stuff that's why i'm kind of tempted to just cut all my hair off yeah anyway but even that as a whole yeah cutting my hair lining it up fading it shaving i really just need to be like john the baptist and just let everything grow and not care anymore it was no shave, shave November, but that's over. I only participated at the beginning. Then I was like, oh, I'm going to cut all this off. What, else? All right, what am I talking about? Anything else? All right, today was a good day. Yeah, we're in, uh, we are in First Chronicles chapter 15, First Chronicles 15. And we're talking about preparing to move the ark. Well, before I go into that, I'll share a few other interesting things. At least they're interesting to me. So church was really good today. The sermon was good. Yeah, go look up Harmony Vineyard, Kansas City. Pastor John Brown, the sermon was good. He was just going through all these different scriptures. Uh, 
talking about uh, the faithfulness of God. My favorite thing that he brought up, though, was this quick little story about this woman who had a picture of Daniel in the lion's den on the wall. And the woman was like, told Charles Stanley, who was over her house. This is a long story, but the short version is she said, what do you see? And he said a bunch of stuff. And finally, she said, I'll just tell you. Look at Daniel's face. Look at his demeanor. He was unfazed by the lions. And so I don't know who out there needed to hear that or hear this. I have a lot. I know I personally, the lions in my life are debts that I'm trying to pay off from this poor financial decisions that happened before and after my divorce. You know, dealing with yeah, child support, getting stable again in my own place so I can start seeing my kids every other weekend consistently. Uh, what are the lions I'm dealing with? Just personal lions. Those lies that be lying to me about who I am and my purpose, my destiny, and just so many things that I won't get into right now, but Hey, just just keep focused on God's character and be unfazed like Daniel. Other than that, your service was good. I feel bad because I missed praise and worship. I was late. I got there like right. I haven't missed communion because we do communion first Sunday of the month. And uh, so anyway, but yeah, I was able to hear the whole sermon. That was good. Went to the park. Practiced my trumpet for about an hour. Uh, ended up doing like two deliveries and then I was like no I'm not going to do this for the rest of the day it's getting harder and harder to work on Sundays because yeah I could drive and do deliveries before church but then I I don't know something about stopping and then like having the unction to start again I don't know. Yeah, I'm probably going to end up start, starting to take Sundays and Wednesdays off. But at the same time, I'm like, I need to start bringing in some other streams of income because, yeah, I just need to make more money. So I have some other streams coming in via audiobooks and the music track that I put up online that every time it gets played, I make money. So that would be a nice little stream of income, and it just comes in slowly because it's delayed by two months. Anyway, yeah, just pray for me, y'all. Pray for my finances. Pray in the, oh, man, what else? All right, so. <laughs> oh, so I came home, and I took a nap, which I try not to take naps uh, because then it's hard for me to go to sleep. I promise I'm going to get to the word. I promise I'm going to get to the word. We're almost there. But, uh, yeah, I took a little nap, then woke up, and made, yeah, added some more meat to my chili. Yeah, cooked a little more turkey, ground turkey. And then, uh, these, these day naps are addictive. They're addictive. They are addictive, especially for somebody like me who's desperate to just find a companion again. A best friend who's a pretty woman. Yes, so I'm on like all of them, even ones you probably never heard of. I was trying out, but 
Yeah, well, I'll keep y'all updated on how that goes. Oh, I don't know how eHarmony gets guys to sign up because they ask you 50 million questions. And then by the time and then when you get to the end, I can't even see any pictures of the women. They're all blurred out. I'm like, they're like you can read their profile and look at the there's like a compatibility score based on yeah all the questions that you answer. They determine how compatible you are. I'm like, I don't care about none of that. Anyway, <laughs> oh, this is interesting. This is so interesting. I need to really document this stuff some more in on some other platform, other podcast, or in a blog. But <sighs> sorry, y'all. For now, this is going to just get documented onto the Bible because <laughs> I'm too lazy to start another podcast. So, uh, at some point I'm thinking about also reading some Christian books on here, like parts of Christian books and just talking about them, like little special episodes. But for now, we're just going to power, I might actually do that tonight, y'all. Cause something about reading on this podcast, it forces me to read and something about reading to an audience I really enjoy, even if it's in some invisible nebulous audience like i don't know who all listen to this podcast as far as i know the only person i know that consistently listens to this podcast is my brother but every time i come onto this onto anchor and look on anchor and look at the stats there's like always at least five to seven people listening to this podcast every time and i'm always like why <laughs> i'm not that in- i don't know this podcast in my head i'm like this podcast sucks like <laughs> I'm, I'm for real. I Yeah. I, it's weird. I hate everything. Like, as a creator and a creative, I hate everything I create. I mean, I love it to some extent, but I always want to just destroy it. And I'm like, this is horrible. Like, why am I even doing this? This is not even polished or it's not it's not professional. And it's all these thoughts go through my head. I'm like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? But anyway, some some reason for yeah, doing this podcast and recording it for an invisible audience, including my brother and whoever you all are. Um yeah, it it keeps me consistent. So all right, let's go and get into the words. I've already used ten minutes and this episode is gonna be super long. We'll probably not put I won't complain at the end of this one. We'll stop using I won't complain because I'm also worried about licensing problems later down the line or somebody trying to hit me up for royalties or something. All right. Preparing to move the ark. David now built several buildings for himself in the city of David. He also prepared a place for the ark of God and set up a special tent for it. Then he commanded no one except the Levites may carry the ark of God. The Lord has chosen them to carry the ark of the Lord and to serve him forever. Y'all better listen up. Don't want to get struck down like a little oozer. Verse 3, Then David summoned all Israel to Jerusalem to bring the ark of the Lord to the place he had prepared for it. This is the number of the descendants of Aaron, the priests, and the Levites who were called together. From the clan of Kohath, 120, with Uriel as their leader. From the clan of Morari, 220, with Asiah as their leader. From the clan of Gershon, 130, with Joel as their leader. From the descendants of Elisaphan, Elizaphan, 200, with Shemaiah as their leader. From the descendants of Hebron, 80, with Elil as their leader. From the descendants of Uziel, or Uziel, 
112, with Aminadab as their leader. Verse 11, Then David summoned the priests Zadok and Abiathar, and these Levite leaders, Ariel, Asaiah, Joel, Shemaiah, Eliel, and Aminadab. He said to them, You are the leaders of the Levite families. You must purify yourselves and all your fellow Levites so you can bring the ark of the Lord, the God of Israel, to the place I have prepared for it. Because you Levites did not carry the ark the first time, the anger of the Lord got our God burst out against us. We failed to ask God how to move it properly. Mm -hmm. So the priests and the Levites purified themselves in order to bring the ark of the Lord, the God of Israel, to Jerusalem. Then the leader... Let me switch hands. This hand's getting tired. Hold on one second. I wish I had somebody to hold my phone for me. All right. Then the Levite... Oh, man. It's not that I'm lazy. I'm just getting older, y'all. It's weird. I'm old, but I'm young. It's a weird feeling. Then Levites carry the Ark of God on their shoulders with its carrying poles. Let me back it up. Verse 14. Slowly, the priest and the Levites purify themselves in order to bring the Ark of the Lord, the God of Israel, to Jerusalem. Then the Levites carry the Ark of God on their shoulders with its carrying poles, just as the Lord had instructed Moses. David also ordered the Levite leaders to appoint a choir of Levites who were singers and musicians to sing joyful songs to the accompaniment of harps, lyres, and cymbals. So the Levites appointed He-Man, <laughs> I love that name, son of Joel, along with his fellow Levites, Asaph, son of Berechiah, and Ethan, son of Cushiah, from the clan of Merari. The following men were chosen as their assistants, Zechariah, Jaziel, Shemaroth, Shemiramoth, Jehiel, Uni, Eliab, Benaiah, Maseah, Mathaniah, Mattathiah, there you go, Eliphalehu, Eliphalehu, Mikneya, and the gatekeepers, Obed, Edom, and Jael. 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 Ah, what are these names? The musicians, He-Man. Come on, can everybody just be named He-Man or Aaron? Asaph and Ethan were chosen to sound the bronze cymbals. Zechariah, Aziel, Shemiramoth, Shemiramoth, there we go. Jehiel, Uni, Eliab, Messiah, and Benaiah were chosen to play the harps. Mattathiah, Eliphehelu, Eliphelehuhu, Mikneah, Obed, Edom, Jael, and Azahiah, Azaziah were chosen to play the lyres. Kenaniah, the head of Levite, the head Levite was chosen as the choir leader because of the, his skill. Berechiah and Elkanah were chosen to guard the ark. Shebaniah, jo- Josephat, Nathanael, Amasai, Zechariah, Benaiah, and Eliezer, all of whom were priests, were chosen to blow the trumpets as they marched in front of the ark of God. Obed, Enum, and Jehiah were chosen to guard the ark. That would have been me because I played trumpet. I would have been chosen to blow the trumpet, hopefully. 
I wonder if they had tryouts or auditions. Auditions. Like, you had to be able to play. Because playing the trumpet is not easy. It's one of the harder instruments to play because it requires a lot of wind and a good diaphragm and strong chops like armature in your mouth. These muscles you build up over time in your mouth. It's hard to explain. Uh, that's what I'm dealing with right now because I haven't played in a long time. So I'm building my chops back up so that, or in your armature so that I can play the higher notes more. It takes time. Moving the ark to Jerusalem. Then David and the elders of Israel and the generals of the army went to the house of Obed-Enam to bring the ark of the Lord's covenant up to Jerusalem with a great celebration. And because God was clearly helping the Levites as they carried the ark of the Lord's covenant, they sacrificed seven bulls and seven rams. Hmm. David was dressed in a robe of fine linen as were all the Levites who carried the ark, and also the singers and Cananiah, the choir leader. David was also wearing a priestly garment. One of this priestly garment looked like something from Harold Penners. I have this cousin who's a preacher out in Virginia, and he always has the nicest suits that match. They coordinate from head to toe. I'm talking about yeah, the shoes, the belt, the pants, the shirt, the tie. He's a very good dresser. And that's how I imagine David was. He was always styling. I, I, whenever I see people dress that nice, I just see work. And I don't know. Maybe at some point I'll start dressing nicer. I just, I don't know. I just always prefer to just dress down. If I could just wear sweatpants and a hoodie every day and tennis shoes, Kobe's, that would be like the most expensive thing I would have on some Kobe. I need to get some more Kobe's, but they're apparently like almost impossible to get now. I've only owned three pairs in my entire life. But that's a whole other story. I've never owned Jordans. I can say that. I'm a black man who's never owned Jordans. A black man who's played basketball in his life who's never owned Jordans. I've owned Jumpmans. Anyway, yes, if I could just wear Kobe's or Nike's or Chuck's, Chuck's jeans, hoodie, or Nike's sweatpants, hoodie, I would every day. If I didn't have to leave my house every day, I would. Like, I would just go to the park and come back home. I really have no desire. I'm such, I don't know. I'm, my life is so boring these days. It's pretty, pretty sad, but it's not sad. Anyway, all right, back to the clothes. Yeah, David, dressed very nice. There you go. Verse 28, so all Israel brought up the Ark of the Lord's covenant with shouts of joy, the blowing of rams, horns, and trumpets, the crashing of cymbals, and loud playing on harps and lyres. I bet that was a sight to see. But uh, you should imagine that was for David. Now imagine, yeah, or for the Ark and the Covenant. Uh, it wasn't, yeah, they had praises for David when he came back from war. But this is specifically for the curing of the Ark of the Covenant and praising the Lord. Can you imagine what it's going to be like when Jesus returns? <laughs> it's going to be, uh, just take all the football Super Bowls that have ever been played, all the World Cups. All of the 
concerts, whoever, Michael Jackson concerts, yeah, whoever your favorite artist, who is somebody that people fall out at? People always used to fall out at Michael Jackson concerts. But who else? Yeah, all the Teddy Teddy Pendergrass, where people would scream and yell. All of our church services where people, the crunk churches, the very charismatic churches, where people run around in circles and stuff and pass out. Uh, take all that, just everything, everything where people get loud and excited. All the, yeah, people, yeah, Michael Jordan games and multiply times a billion. And that's what it's going to be like when Jesus returns times another billion, times another infinity. It's going to be insane. It's going to be insane. And it it kind of, it's sad, but it also cracks me up on the inside that we get so excited at like sporting events. That's the best thing I can think of, sporting events. And because uh, I'm not really a big concert person. I think any music concert that I've ever actually enjoyed. I've been to, not to a whole lot. I've been to some Lecrae concerts. My mom used to take me to Wynton Marsalis concerts a lot and Herbie Hancock when they would come to St. Louis. I've been to a Laker game with Kobe when I was in Denver. Uh, that was a birthday present for my former wife. Uh, I've been to trying to think like a concert that I really enjoyed. I saw Faith Evans <laughs> at the uh, the Black Expo in St. Louis. Uh, I'm trying to think, is there a concert that I really, 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 really like? was like, this is dope. I'm enjoying every minute of it. When Lecrae played at the Truman, that was pretty dope. That was pretty cool. But I've never been, I don't think I've ever been anywhere where I was like, yeah. Ooh. I don't think I've ever gotten like super duper, 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 duper excited about any type of concert or sporting event where I was like really into it. I'm trying to think hard enough there was a time where I was ever like that just like screamed at the top of my lungs I've probably done that at home before at a game that I watched on TV anyway there's people out there like right now the Chiefs are playing apparently they're up right now I think it's a home game and there's people there screaming at the top of their lungs like oh yeah go Patrick Mahomes he's my homie Imagine that energy and how amazing it's going to be when Jesus returns. And yeah, it's going to be an amazing sight. That word amazing doesn't even do it justice. Uh, there are not enough words in the vocabulary to describe what that moment is going to be like. The moment of elation. All right, verse 29, close it out. But as the ark of the Lord's covenant entered the city of David, Michael, the daughter of Saul, looked down from her window. When she saw King David skipping about and laughing with joy, she was filled with contempt for him. I don't like this one. <laughs> I'm going to call this, I'm going to call this, what am I going to call this? Bitter? Bitter broad? Yes, we're going to call this episode Bitter Broad because...
David had a bitter broad. Now I see why he has so many wives, man. Outside of she's like, this one. If Michael would just treat me right, I wouldn't need all. No, nah, I ain't going to make excuses for David, all his wives. But, yes, this woman right here, he was happy. Uh, I can only imagine what Michael was like. Uh, I'm not saying he was right to tip out, slip and tip, and go with Bathsheba and all them other wives and concubines. But I'm just going to say I understand. There's something about women don't realize how much power they have to influence men in our society. And I get it. A lot of men have like abused their power and their authority and mistreated women and, and taken advantage of women who are kind. All that aside, when a man is encouraged in like imagine if if Michael was looking out her window and she like that's my baby he loves the lord oh he's so special look at him pray look at him skip look at him dance look at the way he dances look at his moonwalk look at his spin kick look at his he he oh i love that i love that man david oh he's so special there's nobody in this world like him. Thank you, God, for giving me this man. If she and had on a cheerleader outfit with a big old D on the front, some pom-poms. Women have no clue how what that does to a man's soul, to his spirit, lifts his spirit. That man will, will move mountains for you. But when he comes home and you tear him down like that, like it does it does something to us. I don't care who you are. You could have the pride of Trump. It causes, it does something to our psyche and to our souls and takes us to a negative place. It can over time. Some men are able to look past it and ignore it. But yeah, that scripture talks about not wanting to live with a a nagging or a a contentious or what is the word I'm trying to say? There's these scriptures in Proverbs that talk about not you, a man wanting rather living on a rooftop than being a home or listen to a dripping faucet than be in a home with a wife that is acting like Michael here, hating and yeah, bad attitude. Anyway, let me stop before I get in trouble and lose like the little five listeners I got consistently. But because uh, <laughs> I think so, most of these listeners are women. I don't know. I could be wrong. I got to look at the stats again. But uh, anything else? What else is there? Lord, let's pray for Michael. Lord, I pray for all the Michaels out there uh, who, the bitter broads, who, who, who struggle to encourage their husbands, encourage their, their brothers, their fathers. They are quick to be angry, quick to criticize, quick to say something negative. I pray that for all of us, God, that we would give us the spirit of encouragement, the spirit of of joy, of peace. Help us to have hearts like David, who is skipping and laughing with joy when he entered the city with the Ark of the Covenant. 
carrying the presence of you, God. I just pray for those that don't know you, that they'll cry out to you. They say, Jesus, come into my heart. Make me a new person. Make me a new creation. Transform my mind. And from this day forward, they would never be the same. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. I'm going to record and see what time it is. I'm going to check my little uh, <laughs> dating apps real quick to see if there's any updates. And uh, I'll probably record just a few more episodes. We might actually finish First Chronicles, all of First Chronicles. Hold on, let me see how many chapters it is. I definitely need to go to bed by 10 no matter what. I just don't know if I'm going to be able to stay asleep because I had that nap. Let's see here. All right, we got 14 more chapters. All right, we'll see what we can do here. All right, I'll be back.